What is 2020 going to bring to the voiceover industry? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, looking forward to diving into another episode with you today where I want to talk about some of the trends that I see happening or that I think are going to happen in the voiceover industry in 2020 and beyond. And so a little bit of prognostication, if you will, just based on my own observations, things I'm seeing in my business, trends that I'm seeing happen, not only in the voiceover industry, but just in other industries in general. And I want to dive into some of those today to give you a little bit of heads up of things that you might want to be watching out for, things that you might want to be preparing for. First on the list is SEO. I think in 2020 and beyond, SEO is going to be more valuable and more important than ever. And that is going to be a challenge for a lot of voice actors, because if you're anything like me, just thinking about SEO makes my brain hurt. I feel like the harder that I try to get to understand it, the more that I try to figure out how to incorporate it, the worse that I actually get at it, if that makes sense. And and I consider myself to be a, a pretty savvy guy when it comes to things like that. SEO makes my brain hurt, but more and more, I can see the true value of SEO. The challenge with it is that the rules are always changing. As people figure out how SEO works and they figure out how to game the systems, then the algorithms get changed to try and make things more fair. Where I do think it's going to be particularly interesting, though, is with Google. Now, maybe you remember not so long ago, you did a Google search, and the top 10 or so results on page one were all organic results. But as Google continues to dive deeper into the advertising space and as people continue to pay for their reach, what you're seeing is that more and more often, fewer and fewer of those spaces on page one of Google are becoming organic. And this is another reason why I think that SEO is going to become more valuable. People aren't likely to click through to page three or page four or page five, which means that you are going to have to do a really great job at building the SEO on your website so that you can get yourself to page one if there's any spots available, or at least to page two. And I think that there's a couple of different strategies that are going to come into play. And I think that trying to build your SEO under the word voiceover is not one of those strategies. I don't know that there's any chance that somebody can compete on that term alone anymore. I think that a lot of the big players in the industry have taken that. And by big players, I'm not talking about big talent. I'm talking about some of the casting sites and sites like Fiverr that pretty much own keywords like that. But where I think that SEO can play into your favor is if you're using it strategically. If you're focusing on 
particular niche markets or if you're focusing on particular genres, if there are certain keywords or search strings that you think that you could be or should be found for, you know, the conversational guy next door, the hip mom, you know, whatever it is, those types of things. I think if there are keywords like that, that you can figure out how to get found for and how to incorporate that into SEO, I think those sorts of things are going to play into your favor. But more and more, I do believe that SEO on your website is going to be a big factor. And not only that, but a really great website. And it doesn't mean that it needs to be a super fancy website with a ton of bells and whistles, but it does mean that it needs to be clean. It needs to be professional. It needs to present you in the best possible light because that is going to be your first impression for a lot of your buyers, I believe, in 2020 and beyond because they are going to be finding you through SEO. So you've got to have a great website. And that's where I think that having somebody like Joe Davis and Karen Barth in your background and working on your team through voiceactorwebsites.com, having them help you with SEO and having them help you with building your website, I think it's going to be a really great asset for your business. This is one of the biggest trends that I think is going to take place in 2020 and beyond. The overarching importance of your website when it comes to your overall marketing strategy. You've got to have a great one and people have to be able to find it. And I think that that one kind of lends itself to one of the second trends that I think is going to become more prominent in 2020 and beyond it. That is the removal of the middleman. And I know that this is going to be a controversial take and I know that there are a lot of people that aren't going to want to agree with it. But I think that there's an overall shift that is taking place in our economy, not just in the voiceover space. But I think that in a lot of ways, the internet has become the middleman. So whereas before you used to go to the mall, if you wanted to buy clothing, for example, there was this distribution channel that existed through retail space. And now that distribution channel is kind of gone because the internet has become the middleman. We don't go to the mall anymore. We go to Amazon. We don't go to the bookstore anymore. We go to Amazon. We get our groceries delivered from Amazon or any other number of a dozen different websites. We don't even have to go to the grocery store anymore. We are removing middlemen all over the place in our economy and in our day-to-day lives. And I think the same thing is going to happen in the voiceover industry. I love my agents. I value my agents. I respect my agents. But I also see a trend where buyers are more and more often wanting to work directly with talent. They want to take out all of the middle steps. And I think this is going to impact online casting as well. This does not mean that online casting is going away. This does not mean that agents are going away. I think there always is going to be a marketplace for online casting. I think there's always going to be a marketplace for agents. I think that there is always going to be a model that incorporates both of those things. I think there are always going to be opportunities that are going to come from those places. But I also think that there is a trend because of the way that the world is shifting where more and more we're going to see the middleman get removed, however that may look. And so tying this back to the first trend with SEO becoming more valuable, people are going to be finding you through your website. You are going to see an uptick in bookings coming to you directly and a lot of them coming through your website. And if you want to increase that, 
you are going to have to be able to increase your SEO. Watch out for the removal of the middleman. The third trend that I think is going to continue in 2020 and beyond is the strategic use of social media to grow an organic audience. Now, just to give a little bit of clarity on that, an organic audience is an audience that you are not paying for. And I know that a lot of people assume that it is virtually impossible to get organic reach through social media anymore. And that is true to a degree. It is a lot more challenging than it used to be. And one of the reasons why it has become more challenging is because people stopped using social media the way that it was designed to be used. Social media was designed to be used for conversation and engagement. And somewhere along the line, we turned it into another marketing tool, but not in a relationship marketing way, but more in a selling way. And so as more and more tweets started promoting products and promoting services and selling this and selling that and selling another thing, the algorithms on Twitter started to change. And then the algorithms on Facebook started to change and the algorithms on Instagram started to change because people don't want content that is selling to them constantly. So that is why when you are putting out a lot of salesy content, it's a lot harder to get that organic reach and that's where you're going to have to spend money. But if you're still using Twitter for relationship building, if you're still using Twitter to engage in conversations and build your audience that way, it is still possible for you to get organic reach. And a byproduct of that increased audience and that increased organic reach is going to be more opportunities for you in the voiceover space. And so that's why I say I think the strategic use of social media to grow an organic audience is going to be really important in 2020 and beyond. Thinking about the content that you are sharing and sharing it in a way that is relevant and sharing it in a way that speaks to your audience and sharing it in a way that helps you to grow in your credibility and build your authority position, that is going to make a difference in social media. And I also think that it is something where you can't go on Twitter and post once a week and assume that you're going to build an audience. You can't go on Instagram and post a couple times a week and do it for six weeks and wonder why you haven't booked any voiceover work yet. I use Twitter for years, like literally for years, every day before I ever booked my first voiceover from it because it takes that long to build an audience. It takes that long to grow your organic reach. It, it takes that long to create the influence that is necessary. So a strategic use of social media to grow an organic audience means picking platforms that you want to use, getting in there and using them every day, but not simply tweeting out links to your demos and asking for voiceover work, actually getting connected with your buyers, actually getting connected with your audience. And the second phase or second part of that strategic use is, of course, building the right audience in the first place, which means not exclusively connecting with other voice actors, which is something that I see a lot of voice actors do. We connect with the same people on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram, and we build this huge audience of the exact same voice actors across all of our social networks. And then we can't figure out why social media isn't working for us. Well, that is not a strategic use of social media. And I actually did an entire podcast episode just on the subject of strategically building your social network. If you want to check that one out, go to vopreneur.com and look for episode 35. vopreneur.com, search for episode 35. It's called 
how to build your social networks. So that is trend number three that I see, the strategic use of social media and growing an organic audience. Next up on the list, podcasting is exploding. It is absolutely exploding. You're listening to this podcast right now. That is evidence that podcasting is growing because if I asked every one of you that's listening to this episode right now, three years ago, were you listening to any podcasts at all? The vast majority of you would probably say no. I know three years ago, I probably wasn't really listening to a whole lot of podcasts, maybe one or two, but not like I do now. I listen to podcasts almost every day. When I'm driving in my vehicle, I've almost always got a podcast on. If I'm running on the treadmill, if I go for a walk, I've almost always got a podcast on. Podcasting is absolutely exploding. And I think that is a trend that is absolutely going to continue in 2020 and beyond. I don't even think that we have begun to scratch the surface of what is capable in the podcasting space. And this comes into play from a voice acting standpoint from a couple different areas. First, and I guess maybe the most obvious one, the more that podcasting grows, the more opportunities there will be to do voiceover in the podcasting space. And so think of that like doing radio imaging, except doing it for podcasting, recording intros and extras and advertisements that get dropped into podcasts and all of that sort of fun stuff. And so if that is something that you are in, and I think particularly if you are already in radio imaging, this would be a really logical progression for you. It might be worth exploring something like a podcasting demo and getting connected to those people that are creating those podcasts and potentially opening up some voiceover opportunities for yourself. So that's one way that I think that you could benefit from the growth in podcasting. It's just opening up more opportunities for spaces for you to get voiceover jobs. I think another way that you can use podcasting is to become a guest. Get interviewed on a podcast. Look for a podcast that can strategically place you in front of your buyers and see if you can get an opportunity to be interviewed on that podcast. Maybe you already work with clients who are creating podcasts. Maybe you work with a production house who creates a regular podcast. You didn't even realize it. Find out if there's an opportunity for you to get interviewed on their podcast and talk about using voiceover for video. Or maybe you have an instructional designer that does a podcast and they're in your network and you could get interviewed for doing voiceover for e-learning, whatever it is. But taking advantage of the podcasts that are already being created and possibly the podcasts that you already have in your network so that you can get on them as a guest and use that as a way to strategically grow an organic audience. So that's the second way that I think you can benefit from the explosion in podcasting. And the third way that I think that you can benefit from the explosion in podcasting is through creating your own strategic podcast. And when I say strategic, what I mean is creating a podcast about voiceover, which would be the default for a lot of voice actors, in my opinion, is not a strategic use of a podcast unless you are trying to build an audience with voice actors. In my case, as a business and marketing coach, I am always looking to help other voice actors with the business and marketing side of voiceover. And I do that through resources like this podcast and the Vopreneur Facebook group, but I also do it through premium resources like one-on-one -on -one coaching or my voiceover marketing playbook. And so for me, doing this podcast about the business of voiceover is a strategic use of podcasting because it is helping to grow my credibility in the space as a business and marketing coach while simultaneously helping me meet my objective of helping voice actors get better with business and marketing. So this is strategic. 
For you, you might have to think about what is the audience that I want to reach with my podcast? What is my end objective? So just play with me here for a second. We'll, we'll, we'll just brainstorm one out just for the fun of it. Let's say there's a guy who loves barbecue. Let's say there's a guy who loves barbecue and smoking and on the weekends, he's always in his backyard barbecuing and he's got something in the smoker and maybe he's live fire cooking, you know, maybe he's having a crawfish boil and that's going on in his cauldron over his live fire while he's smoking his ribs and brisket or whatever. This guy does it every weekend. He lives for this stuff. And maybe he would really like to have an opportunity to do voiceover for some of those different brands, products, services that exist in the barbecue and smoking space. And so he wants to become an authority figure in that space so that he can be recognized, so that he can get audience with potential buyers in that space. And so he decides to create a podcast that's all about smoking and backyard barbecue and live fire cooking. And he puts that podcast out. And even though it has nothing to do with voiceover, as it grows his audience in that marketplace, and as he builds that credibility, it is definitely going to open him up to new opportunities in that space. So that's the strategic use of podcasting. So those are the three ways that I think that the podcast explosion is going to have a profound impact on the voiceover industry going forward in 2020 and beyond. First, through creating new opportunities for voiceover. Second, by creating the opportunity to be interviewed and, and get audiences with these podcasts. And then finally, by creating a podcast for yourself. One of the trends for 2020 and beyond is self-marketing. To grow your business in today's marketplace, you have to know how to self-market. We are moving away from the models that have always worked in the past, the agency models, the casting site models. And it doesn't mean those things are going to cease to exist. It just means that the trends are changing. And that is why today, more than ever, it is essential for you to know how to self-market your voiceover business. It is essential for you to know how to find leads, contact those leads, build those relationships, and ultimately convert them to clients so that you can become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. And that is exactly what you are going to learn how to do with the voiceover marketing playbook. Playbook is coming out again April 14th through the 24th, 2020. This is going to be the second enrollment for the year, Playbook 2.0. The course was fully redesigned and relaunched with all new videos and updated information at the beginning of 2020. So you will have access to the latest information on how to successfully market your voiceover business. And that includes strategies for marketing locally. It includes strategies for using email, for using social media like LinkedIn, and Twitter, and Instagram. It is a general overview with very actionable, practical advice. Do this, say this, do it this way. That's what you're gonna get with the voiceover marketing playbook. A step-by-step, easy-to-follow guide that's gonna help you find your own leads, convert them to clients, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. VoiceOver Marketing Playbook is coming out April 14th to the 24th, 2020, and the details will be available at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now, back to our show. This week, I'm talking about trends that I see happening in 2020 and beyond within the voiceover industry and the voiceover marketplace. And so far, we've talked about the fact that I think SEO is going to become more valuable. I think that we are moving into an age where middlemen are being removed because the internet 
has become the middleman. We've talked about the strategic use of social media to grow an organic audience, and we've talked about the explosion that is taking place in podcasting. The next one I want to talk about is the online casting space. Voice actors have more power than they realize in online casting. I think that we think that we need online casting in order to be able to survive. We as voice actors need to have the casting sites, that we are reliant entirely on the casting sites in order to get those opportunities. And while I do believe that it's true that there's always going to be a place for casting sites, and I do believe that it is true that there is always going to be certain buyers that are going to use casting sites no matter what, I don't think that we appreciate the full power that we have in determining which casting sites succeed going forward. Because at the end of the day, they need us more than we need them. Follow me on that for a second. I've built a beautiful six-figure voiceover business for myself, and I don't do casting sites. I have a membership to Bedalgo. That's the only paid membership that I have for a casting site. Last year, 2019, I think I booked one job off of a casting site, and that was because I just don't audition. I don't need them. I don't have time for them. I'm doing my own marketing. I'm building my own client base. I am not reliant on casting sites whatsoever. So for me, I don't need the casting sites. And if you do your own marketing, you technically would not need the casting sites either. On the flip side of that, the casting sites cannot survive without voice actors. We hold more power in this equation than we realize. And so I think for 2020 and beyond, one of the trends in the industry needs to be voice actors getting behind the legitimate casting sites and getting away from the ones that aren't. We have more power to influence that than I think we realize. And the reality is that not all casting sites are created equal, that some casting sites are more fair to voice actors. Some have been able to find a, a good balance between the voice buyer and the voice talent and keep it fair and keep rates high and protect usage and all of those sorts of things. And those are the ones that I think that we need to be throwing our support behind. And if our clients are going to be using casting sites anyway, what do you have to lose? by giving them the referral of a great casting site. Don't think about it as competition. I know that's going to be the number one argument. Why would I send my clients to a casting site? I'm not saying send your clients to a casting site. I'm saying if they're already using casting sites anyway, send them to the good ones. And they're going to remember that you did that. They're going to remember that they gave you that referral. And if you're doing good work for them, they're still going to hire you for the jobs that you are a fit for. It's just going to help them to find talent for the jobs that you aren't a fit for. Now, in my opinion, and I probably shouldn't say this, but it's my podcast, so I can. Right now, I think that there are three legit players in online casting, and they are the only three players that I would ever consider putting my support behind. And if I was going to have memberships to casting sites, these are the only three that I would ever do it with. Those are, in no particular order, Bedalgo, Veo Planet, and voiceovers.com. Those are the only three that I think that are worth it. Those are the only three that have given me any evidence that they actually care about the talent side of the equation, that they aren't just in it for the money and simply for collecting membership fees. 
And I think that they are the legit players that we need to throw ourselves behind. We have more power in that equation than I think we realize. And I think that it's time to start using it. Next trend I want to talk about for 2020 and beyond, self-marketing is going to continue to be the way to build businesses. And the talent who are willing to hustle are the ones who are willing to win. I've talked about the fact that I built a six-figure business. And I've built that six-figure business primarily off of my own self-marketing. I do have a couple of agents. I book a couple of jobs off of them a year, maybe. I do have my Bedalgo membership. Maybe I book a job or two off of it if I find the time to audition. 99% of my work, 99% of my income is coming from self-marketing. And the beauty of the self-marketing is that there is no limit on your earning potential outside of how hard you are willing to work. There is no limit beyond you and what you are willing to do. If you're willing to contact five people a day, then you're going to have a business that reflects that. But if you're willing to sit down and contact 50 people a day, you're going to have a business that reflects that. There is no shortage of opportunities out there. Let me tell you right now, there is no shortage of places to find work. It's just a question of whether or not you are willing to go out and get it. And the ones who are willing to do the hustle, the ones that are willing to put in the time, the ones that are willing to learn how to use social media strategically, the ones who are willing to learn how to send the best marketing emails, and most importantly, the ones who are committed to follow-up strategies. Those are the ones who are going to win. Self-marketing is going to become more important than ever moving forward. And this, I think, also ties back to the removal of the middleman. Because as more and more buyers are wanting to work with talent directly, I think that you are going to not only find more buyers that are finding talent through SEO and directly through websites, but I also think that you are going to find more and more companies that are keeping rosters of talent so that they don't have to go through casting processes, so they don't have to use those casting sites. So self-marketing is going to be essential to your success. You need to learn how to self-market. And if that is an area where you struggle, that is an area where I can help you with. Plenty of resources available at markscottcoaching.com as well as every episode of this podcast, which is all about business and marketing. Listen through the archives at vopreneur.com. The last trend that I'm going to talk about in this episode, which I also think is going to continue to be a big one in 2020 and beyond, and in fact, I think this one already started happening probably a couple of years ago. I think corporate non-broadcast is going to be, continue to be a place where you can make a lot of money. I know that we like commercial work. I know as voice actors starting out, we are told that our most important demo is our commercial demo and that that is the first demo that we should always get. And the commercial demo is the demo that you have to have if an agent is going to consider you. And, and I understand those arguments, but I don't necessarily agree with them anymore. Yes, if you don't have a commercial demo, you are not going to get an agent. I agree with that. I don't agree with the fact that the commercial demo is the first demo that you need to do. Because if that's not the kind of work that you want to book, then what the heck do you need it for? I had a six-figure business before I got my first commercial demo done, and it's still the smallest amount of my income, the commercial space. My income is almost exclusively coming from the corporate non-broadcast where there are countless opportunities on any given day, and they are so much easier to go out and get than the commercial work. 
I do not see corporate non-broadcast shrinking anytime soon. I suspect that we are going to continue to see growth both in the video space that corporates are creating and also in the training and e-learning space as corporates continue to move more and more of their training to that area. So I think that there is limitless opportunity in corporate non-broadcast right now. And so even though it may not be as sexy as far as getting fancy credits and being able to tell all your friends you booked a national commercial, guess what? I don't give a flying fart about being able to tell my friends I booked a commercial. I give a flying fart about being able to have money to support my family, take my kids to Disney. That's the stuff that matters to me. And if I got to do corporate non-broadcast to take it, I'm going to take it. So I think that space is going to continue to grow. And I also think that there's going to be a continued growth in the non-traditional broadcast space. And in that, I'm talking about things like YouTube pre-roll and paid internet placement, social media ads that are paid placement, streaming services like Spotify with paid placement. I think that type of broadcast is going to grow. I think the trend is already moving away from huge paydays on national commercials. Not to say that they're not there. They're always going to be there. They're always going to continue to be there. But I think there's going to be greater opportunity through those web commercials and those paid placements on the internet. And so I think that could certainly open up some doors for people as well. So lots of stuff to consider as we move forward in 2020 and beyond. And I think that the talent who recognize some of these trends and are willing to adapt to some of these trends are the ones who are going to succeed. If you stay stuck in the way that it's always been, if you get complacent, settled in because you've always done well doing a particular thing, if the industry shifts away from that, you are going to get left behind. So pay attention to the trends and adapt your business accordingly. That is part of your responsibility of being a business owner and a VOpreneur. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Please remember that you can go to VOpreneur.com anytime and listen to any episode. And don't forget that you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free so you never have to miss a new episode. New episodes dropping every Thursday. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday VOpreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.